Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Snobs. You have made it to episode 118. 118. I've run out of ways to say 118, but you made it to Two Broke Watch Snobs, episode 118. Michael, what is up? What is up? You all right? It's a beautiful day. <laughs> Bono is sitting in a tree outside my window singing it. Bono. And, uh... He's just up there with the with the with the crows and shit. Like he's feeding baby birds. You know what I mean? Hello. He's just feeding the baby birds, man. You know what I mean? Purple translucent sunglasses. Always. Always. Hey everyone, you've reached two broke Bono snobs. We're talking about an hour and a half about Bono for some apparent reason. (laughs) It's really it's really nice. Uh, Interesting tidbit, Bono and The Edge wrote the intro theme for Goldeneye. Really? <laughs> just just like the the single, that one guitar thing? You know, we're like in the intro where they play and they do all the wacky Bond shit for the intros where like guns are coming out of women's mouth and they're just like, like, oh. like, like that. Like that. That stuff. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. You, you mentioned Bono and I just recalled that. <laughs> well, how, how are you, Kaz? It's, it feels good to record. It feels good to record. Really, really excited. Today's episode um, Today's episode was a bit spur of the moment. Something we decided to talk about um, pretty last minute, which is kind of par for the course, but this is particular, right? Well, I, I think we weren't going to talk about these things necessarily, but I think they're over here. Yeah, I think they're relevant, <laughs> and it seems like the people want to hear. <laughs> so so basically, 100, episode 118, we're going to be talking, because I don't think we've ever actually directly talked about this, the whole idea of this culture within watch enthusiasm, like watch enthusiasm as a product, just talking about limited editions, limited edition yeah. releases, <sighs> pros, cons, specifically, obviously, this is spurred on by the whole release of that, um, trying to be as impartial as possible, which is impossible for me. Um, the Seiko Alpinus um, limited edition, the blue one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. This kind of <clears throat> precipitated some very enthusiastic offline discussion between Michael and myself. When I say enthusiastic online discussion, it's really like two 13-year-old boys talking about something they didn't like. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but that's just, I think, the best way Michael and I can communicate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's all I know. That, yeah, I, that, that's, the, that's the way I crawl out of the womb and I'll never be any different. And that's okay. You know? I'm sure we both had busy work weeks, and now we're ready to <laughs> to blow off some steam. Blow off some morning. steam, brah. But um, but yeah. So, but but not just focusing on that watch, just the whole idea of limited edition watch. I think Michael and I might have slightly different opinions on kind of the implications, just especially these days with limited edition releases. So we'll be talking about that. But first, we have some. There's a lot of a lot of really cool shit has gone down, and um, I'm I'm wearing something very very exciting for the for the wrist check, but. Um, shall we honor tra- uh, tradition? Shall we do our, our, our audio wrist check for episode 100, 118? Yeah. You want to go first or <clears> shall <throat> I? God damn beeping. Yeah, what are you wearing? Should I go first? Are you sure? Yeah. You sure? Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm, 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 I'm doing it guys. I'm so sorry. I, I am wearing the recently reviewed, uh, on the site, the Invicta Pro Diver 89260B oh, so or 60B, whatever the fuck it is. Uh-huh. I how does it how does it feel? This watch is fucking awesome. What is everyone's malfunction <laughs> with this fucking watch? It's incredible. Like I think I think um <clears throat> I think it's easy for the two of us to ignore the sort of um Invicta hate that goes on. Mm-hmm. Um 
I think we can both agree that the brand probably made some bad marketing moves that resulted in this sort of stigma. Yeah. Um, but I, I am, um, <clears throat> I'm a little concerned with quality. Is there, mm-hmm. is that, is that an issue for you? Like, do you feel like there's something weird about it? That so something's going to break soon or for or 70 bucks. I'm incredibly happy with this thing. My biggest concerns before going in were the clasp, like the quality mm-hmm. of the clasp, which is like, I feel like some with some, like somewhere <laughs> people skimp on a lot. The bracelet and the um and the bezel, the quality of the clasp is fine. I I I've I've held watches that are more expensive who have like a worse quality clasp in terms of like the feel of the material. The only complaint I have with the actual clasp is like the flip lock on mine. It tends to stick, so I really gotta dig in there to get it off. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. here's a good here's a good question. Mm-hmm. You recently bought. <clears throat> You recently bought, uh, or TBWS recently bought a Chinese watch. You don't have to talk about it specifically. Okay, you, good. Thank keep you. Keep it cryptic for now because yeah. I you probably don't want to bring that watch up on air yet. No. Um, and I think that watch is a little more expensive than this Invicta, right? That watch is twice the price as this Invicta. And but you're this, more happy with this Invicta. This Invicta is twice as better as that fucking. Watch. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's all. I that, that was my own. Selfish, that other watch uh, feels like it's made of graham crackers and hope, of which I do not enjoy. <laughs> both, I'm tired of both of those. Because yeah, people will have to keep listening and coming to the site to see what watch you're going to talk about eventually. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm really happy with the Invicta. I think the biggest issue is people use this phrase that I'm about to use derogatorily. Oh, you get what you pay for. Which isn't a bad thing. When did that become a bad thing? You know what I mean? It's like um, seventy bucks, you get what you pay for. It's like, yeah, dude, like, it's a seventy dollar. I'm not, I'm not sitting in a fucking like a Mazda three and yelling at the dude helping me like, wow, where's all the horsepower? You know what I mean? It's like it's a Mazda three, bro. Like you're getting, it's not like a fucking Ferrari Enzo. You know what I mean? Like it's, you, you know what I'm saying? I think, I think that that expression in conversation many times correlates to something cheaper or more affordable. Yeah. But the idea of that phrase, you get what you pay for, should be true for every transaction you make. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've had, I've had, oh man, I've had watches in for review that are like 3,500 plus. Right. And the crown will shoot out, like break off. <laughs> In the second week, I well, get what you pay for. Fact. Yeah, exactly. So, what about that guy? Thirty five hundred. That's not something cheap. Yeah. I think if someone's willing to put thirty five hundred down, you know, they're probably a person that also expects to get what they pay for. Yeah, so, yeah, no, one hundred percent. It goes both ways. Yeah, know? definitely goes both ways. I th- that's a good looking watch. I never noticed in your photos how much of um, kind of ceramic sub vibe that thing has. In what sense uh, is the bezel? Is the bezel ceramic? Because no, it, no, it's, it has it, that glossy look. It's look it's a, it's an aluminum insert, but it's it's a really good looking aluminum insert. Okay, like, yeah, it's it's got like a very sort of I mean pseudo luxurious look to it. Um, well, that's yeah, and, you know, they yeah. want it to be like the dressier forty millimeter sub. Um, but what I love is that. So I guess it could attract potentially two people. Someone that doesn't really know anything about brands and they see this watch and it has that classic timeless look that even if someone can't identify it as a Rolex Submariner, they identify it as a classic looking watch. 
mm-hmm. it would attract them. The other yeah. person it would attract is the type of like watch enthusiast that that I am, and someone that's looking for that forty millimeter sub case. I don't yeah. want any. I don't <laughs> want like a picture of like a sunset with fish blowing each other on the case back, and like a and like like a purple bezel in a sub case. Like I don't need the next wacky iteration of. I just want a fucking forty millimeter subcase black dial black bezel something super classic because that was the difficulty for a long time i'm like oh i can't just i can't just even though i want the subcase and just the subcase something super super classic and timeless i have to hang or a logical dong and get something obscure i can't just get like an invicta because that will hurt my street cred of which i accept now i have none well, you know it's I mean? funny. That, it's funny that you mentioned street cred because a lot of times, um, we so we talked about. I think we had an entire episode dedicated to traveling with watches, mm-hmm. and um, I feel, I feel like a lot of the times I've seen some Invictas in the wild on the street. I've yeah. I've actually been in some pretty like, I don't know. Maybe it's not the nicest part of the world, like outside of the country. Yeah, and I'll I'll see it on on a guy's wrist. And I'll be like, man, the balls on that dude. He's wearing a Rolex here. And then I'll just get a closer look and I'll, I'll see the little wings, you know, just yep. under 12. And I was like, oh, wow, it's an Invicta. That thing looks actually looks really cool. Okay, good, that makes sense. It's a good so looking you, watch. You could, be, you could be a sub guy or, or gal or, you know, GMTs, Daytonas. I know, I know Invicta has like these kind of Daytona copies. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what if you're just traveling abroad and you don't want to take something expensive? You can get this $70 thing and if you lose it <laughs> you lose it whatever well here's the thing here's here's something i think also needs to be cleared up 70 bucks on kind of a rough day 40 bucks on a really good day 40 oh yeah dude. that's true that's true that's, we, we saw it we saw it for I'm i still ki- like that two tone one i'm kicking myself for not getting this watch sooner during one of those amazon sales it, it was really low black friday i think we saw it in the 40s man yeah such an idiot. I could have bought two for this price. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, did you? Um, I don't know if it was a DM or if it was an email. Did you see that somebody asked about the the one with the Swiss movement that they make some with a Ronda inside? What do you know about that? Did uh, you see that? I did. That came through on the question story segment. I did not get the chance to reply. I'm actually not familiar with those. Yeah, yeah, that's something to investigate. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. cool. That's pretty cool. So, so I think the big thing that's like just also incredible about this watch. Let's say on a good day, it's Black Friday. You get the watch for forty dollars USD. Uh, the case is great. I love the dial. I love the bezel. The bracelet. The, the bracelet's fine. It has that classic look. It feels incredible on the wrist. Mm-hmm. But looking past all that, there's a Seiko NH thirty five in here. Yeah. And for forty dollars, I don't understand why the modders haven't flocked to this fucking watch well some of them some of them have i've seen i've seen people do these uh really cool um like they'll shave down that invicta on the case side that Um, i have to do too they'll put they'll either mod the dial or put in a completely sterile dial um they'll basically like de-luxurify it and it, it looks it ends up looking like a cool just plain sporty watch that's my biggest complaint with the watch like they blast their own logo on the case side it's equivalent Mm -hmm. to me tattooing my own fucking name on my forehead you know what i mean (laughs) the full the (laughs) stevo in like in like in like oh i remember stevo in like prison script you know and it's just like (laughs) like oh like why 
do we have to know <laughs> your fucking name? So like I need uh, plenty of folks have sent in some ideas um, and things that they've personally done to get this logo off the side of here. So um, when I have time, I'm going to explore that and then try to like share that experience. Oh, dude, you should. Um, it's got a Cyclops, right? You should you oh, can yeah. probably like nick that thing off too for like a, a different sort of sea dweller look. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, um, I'm looking at it right now. I guess I could like try and get my teeth in there, pull it out. I know. Right? I, I don't know. I don't. I don't Actually, really I think know. Terry. I think Terry from Toxic Natos has a video on his YouTube where he removes the Cyclops from. Uh, um, Does he throw it in the fire? <laughs> Close from one of those from one of those Seiko those blue Seiko minnows that we talk about. Oh, cool, um, cool, cool. So that's maybe yeah. you can use his method. Dude, seventy bucks. I'm happy with this watch. Obviously, there are concessions. You get what you pay for. That's not a bad thing. Um, I. <laughs> what is that a bad thing? <laughs> well, no, know. people use it derogatorily. They they use it as like as like 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 STD shaming. It's like, oh well, that's what you get for having unprotected sex. It's like, bro, I want to just buy like a seventy dollar watch. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes, I that like is the, what I get. <laughs> that is what I get. I am fully. I'm an adult, and I understand the situation I put my genitals into. Like, I am. I am in. I am in under no delusions. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> so, I think the is watch the, is super cool. I think I man there I guess it doesn't matter for them but the photos the 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 product images are are really bad on these Invictas. Um that's kind of an issue I think. But I'm trying to figure out the center links are also polished, right? Center are links are polished, correct. Okay. And it would look kind of odd in all honesty if they weren't on on a watch like this because there are a lot of other polished surfaces so the case sides are all polished. Um, certain parts of the bezel are polished. All the markers are polished. Um, mm -hmm. I don't want to just say positive things. So what are some concessions here? The loom. Don't buy it for the loom. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to hang loom dong. If I want to hang loom dong, mm -hmm. I'll throw my sumo on. Um, yeah. So, and the loom is different colors on the hands than on the markers because I think it's applied <laughs> better on the hands. So if you were to walk into the sun and then walk inside... I mean, not 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 like walk into the like like you know like into the sun, but like if you're walk if you were to like walk through sunlight, and then walk inside, you'll see the hands and the the pip at twelve glow, which is fine. Mm -hmm. You won't see the applied markers glow. Um, other concessions. Uh, it says two hundred meters. I'm not trusting that. Um, I think it's screw down. It the screws crown? down. This crown, the crown screws down. The case back screws down. I think in controls in a control situation, you could one hundred percent rate it in like the little tube in like the little like 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 aliens tube or whatever you could rate it for 200 meters and and, uh -huh. and and all that stuff but when you're producing this many watches at an affordable price like this i find it very hard that that 200 meter guarantee would go to all pieces you know i think it's good for splishy splashy shenanigans i think you could swim in it i think you could get caught in rain with it but if you really want to go 200 meters with this watch you can, but do not be. You get what you pay for. Do not be upset if it emulsifies. You know what I mean. I mean, most people will go thirty meters, if even if they are like casual diving enthusiasts. Yeah, thirty. I I would like to see this, you know, just worn on a on an open water dive, or even yeah. somebody, you know, just doing their 
their school time. People you know, use this thing page. though, like in all kinds of outdoor applications. When I posted the review on Instagram, I had a whole bunch of like positive. I had some negative comments. But I had a bunch of positive comments. People saying <clears> like, <throat> "Yeah, I've been using this for blah 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 years. It's never failed me." Or like, "I have this strapped to my boat, and like it gets thrashed all the time, and the crystal is all scratched, but it still fucking works." And I'm like, "Dude, yeah, mm-hmm. that's like." It's just so watch. It's a watch. It's a watch you exchanged currency for, and now which you've used in its proper application. You weren't struck down by the horological gods. Kids aren't standing outside your apartment pointing and laughing at you. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. watch, and it's something you like. It's something you bought. And that's awesome. You know? Yeah. So, <sighs> feelings. You can go check out the Invicta Pro Diver review. Um, I did my best to get decent pictures. Uh, if you have any questions on the watch, let me know what's up. I am currently working on the other Invicta review, of which I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> I saw the whole wrist shot. <laughs> it's so big. I was like, wow. The in- Invicta Bolt Quartz 25552, to goddamn horrendous watch. You should take that one diving. If I take that one diving, it'll literally drag me to the bottom of Davy Jones' locker where fish will feed on my bony corpse until I'm done. Like, because I will not be able to, this, this, it's too heavy. I don't understand how you could function as a regular human society with the watch that heavy on your wrist. It doesn't make any sense. You know? <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense, but whatever. That's, that's, you guys will see the review. <laughs> Sounds good. But here, what do you, I've, I've talked enough talked enough about my love i just I'll, I'll really quick i also just want to say this watch has inspired me to seek out one of the pro divers invicta pro divers with the mickey mouse on it that's how much i love this watch yeah so yeah, those, I'm are, gonna, those are fun i'm gonna do that and make that my disney watch but here what do you because i don't know what you're wearing what are you what are you wearing uh haven't worn this one for a bit on the show um i wear it casually throughout the week uh it's the seiko sne 498 cool. so um the best the <laughs> The best uh, nickname I've heard for this one is the Fool's Gold Tuna, also by Terry Toxic Natives. Um, Love that guy. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's the um, I think it was maybe less than a year ago they they re released uh, these <clears throat> these kind of solar quartz baby tunas and they've been playing with this form factor for a little bit now. I think they have the Seiko Street series, <laughs> which I do. Those not look like. so weird. I don't like them. <laughs> But it's the same. It's the same platform that this watch uh, comes from. Okay. So it's basically a completely shrunken tuna with this sort of plasticky resin shroud, and the gold accents that you would get on the on the legendary. I'm sorry. Can you, you know. turn the Can you turn the bezel again? It sounds like you're shaking a cup full of dice. Yeah, it's very farty. <laughs> Yahtzee! It sounds like you're shaking a couple of dice. That's incredible. The bezel's kind of farty. <laughs> the the little markers don't line up everywhere necessarily, but that happens. But the is that wait is, is is that is that part of the prospects or prospects line? Or is that yeah right? It is. It is. Okay. And actually, yeah. actually, Seiko. I don't know what what's what's the deal with Instagram and sponsored posts. At least on my end, Seiko is really pushing this watch on social media like they're really this one and the street series they got some i think they even have a shot of fabian cousteau like wearing one <laughs> he's like climbing on a boat the check the check the check cleared man if the check <laughs> clears you'll be surprised what people will do but this is this is a great watch um if you're if you like the tuna 
the tuna look um, but are concerned with the size um, some cool just some cool features it has a solar movement so you never have nice. to worry about winding or anything it's been super accurate I I won't wear it for weeks um, and then I'll just pick it up again and there's there's no issue it's still on time maybe like four or five seconds off uh, loom as usual with Seiko is nuts hard to beat and this one actually has a the dial loomed or at least a portion of the oh. scale the okay. dive scale it's um it's loomed as well so that's pretty cool there's that's also cool. there's also a patty version that has a mixture of uh loom colors so i think there's some green on the dial and hands mm. but then some blue and green on the bezel i'm not really too sure but um Fun watch, and it comes on the awesome, awesome new generation Seiko Vented rubber dive strap. Nice. So, yeah, I would recommend this to anyone. Um, I think we were one of the first people to write about it when we sort of discovered it on the internet. I remember. And, yeah, I'm surprised you still have that watch. I because I, I haven't heard about it in a while. I assumed I assumed it didn't survive the Stalinistic purges of your collection as I'm there's, going through with mine as well, you know, there's some work to be done with this one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this thing, this thing is fantastic and probably the best part. And I, I wrote about this when, um, when we saw the, the news, uh, they retain the, mm. they retain mm. the original style hands. So a lot of people, nice. myself included, I used to complain about the, the monster hands. They didn't duct tape monster hands on his forehead. No, no, this <laughs> this one has kind of a cool variation of the vintage uh, Seiko hands you'd find on, on some of the older shrouded watches. Nice. Yeah, um, kind of a good example of one of the most exciting things that Seiko has done recently. Um, I think it was cool to see this watch released end of the same year that they released the... Um, golden tuna reissue which right. I think is, is around two and a half thousand dollars <throat> this is an appropriate alternative if you ask me um if you just want to get that kind of look and feel for not much money that's so uh, that, I, I, that's, that's pretty cool super happy to have that watch yeah that's that's pretty much uh that's it for me and so what's the reference on there s n z nine uh, or four nine eight S N E S N E four nine eight four nine eight and then the four nine nine is the patty yeah and they probably I think they have some more versions now they I think they have a save the ocean version so it's probably all black with the um, the textured dial that you get on the save save the ocean series right um, I have a question how the fuck does like so it's called save the ocean. Does like a pro does like a portion of the money you spend on that watch go towards actually saving the ocean? I'm sorry if that's no. a dumb question, but I actually don't know. I, I really don't know. It's kind of one of those Does it make you feel like you're saving the ocean or not not actually saving the ocean? Is it just like marketing garbage? Maybe it might just be like a tax write off. I'm so jaded. When did I get this? Because I don't I don't think no, maybe we've always been this way. I think we've always been this way. I I well, it, it comes it comes from working on the other side of marketing. You know, yeah, you, just, you see something and you're like, oh, really? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure some underpaid. Whales. I'm sure some underpaid marketer at a lonely, cramped desk in India died, covered, <laughs> surrounded by piss cups, 
coming up with this new tagline. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm sure that was exactly the situation at which this this save the shave the whales campaign or whatever you do with them now. It's uh, it's uh, it come it's, to fruition. It just gives me another point when I'm arguing with my wife. But honey, I'm gonna save a whale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna prevent a whale being clubbed to death with a box of Invictus if I buy the Seiko Save the Oceans. Yeah, that's I, the situation. I don't know. It, with charities, I'm I'm kind of. I'm not too sure all the time. I, I know Adidas. Adidas did some some cool shoes recently where they they made it from a bunch of recycled plastic, and like you actually get that when you buy the shoes. Like that's what the shoes are fucking made of. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, Isn't it also cool. like for like the majority of charities, for every dollar you actually donate, only like one cent goes to like your actual like the rest of it goes to like I don't know operating costs and 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 coffee runs and whatever the fuck something like that i think actually i think oris is pretty transparent about what they do i think they have a page dedicated to their their efforts because they do a lot of them they do a lot um, of shit with i think the reefs in australia right yeah and uh, i think some of the straps recently are are recycled kind of stuff and then the boxes that they're um i think they have these boxes that are partially recycled material and algae so that's pretty cool interesting um, yeah but anyways that's a different Bi- discussion bioluminescent <laughs> algae that's pretty cool man that would be rad if the box glows just Bi- yeah. <laughs> that's natural fucking illumination bro Bam. luminescence bioluminescence um really cool watch news actually not you know not talking about this this all the seiko stuff not talking about other garbage that's happened but something that people really have not been talking about which I'm surprised more people aren't like super into. Yeah, I, I mean, I was so I I brought this up. Uh, I was just kind of doing my lunch break YouTube run, and mm-hmm. um, I guess because I watched so many of his videos, they're they're like suggested. I realize I'm not even subscribed. I should probably subscribe. Um, but Mark over at Long Island Watch on the 26th. Uh, so end of February, he launched something called Your Watch Your Way, mm-hmm. which is some new customization functionality that's <clears> built <throat> into the checkout process. So for LongIslandWatch.com on LongIslandWatch.com. Wow, um, we've talked about this before with Seiko's. Um, you know, you're usually fine just Amazon Prime, and I, I think it's funny. The only watch, the the only Seiko, I think, um, besides the one that I bought in Hong Kong that I haven't bought on Amazon is one that I've gotten from Long Island Watch. Mm. It's just a plain 007. Nice. And, um, you know, I was a little, I was a little worried, you know, I was like, okay, you know, I, I hope, I hope he's good. I hope shipping is fast. Cause I'm so used to the instant gratification that Amazon gets you. Right. Um, but it was great. Shipping was super fast. Um, emails at every step of the process telling you that it's been received nothing goes into spam everything is sorted correctly um and so i guess he just decided to add this extra bit of um functionality uh during checkout that lets you customize certain key parts of the watch so he's not going to make your 007 look like an iwc big pilot but he gives you the options to change the bezel change the crystal change the hands and like he'll do it he'll do it for you it's not like he'll send you the watch and the parts and you do it he does it and sends it to you long island watch uh does it i think they also have you know with the crystals being replaced and everything they also do 
additional testing. And I believe there's um, there's some kind of warranty that goes on top of it as well. So, That's so cool. Yeah, he's got it. He has a he has a video um, about it on his channel. Uh, we have it on our website, and he kind of takes you through. He he just shares his screen, and he takes you through the entire buying process. And it's so easy. Like uh, so many times, actually, that 007, that 007 is the one Seiko I have that has the most thrashed crystal. I'm just like, man, if I could have just upgraded to like a sapphire or something and not had to worry about installing it myself, because I suck at watch modding anything. I've, right. I've ruined, <laughs> I've ruined Seiko's um, trying to like do something super minimal. So, right. Um, it's a great way to get uh, kind of like a souped up, uh, Seiko and I think he has some Orient models that are compatible as well. I was well. going to ask you is it only for Seikos or like if I went and got like an Orient I don't know Mako or an Orient Ray on there could I, could I do some weird shit? I'm going to I'm going to tell you the the compatible okay. um, watches right now. It's like the waiting first... on bated breath. Let's see. Long Island Watches launches your your watch your way. That's so cool. I'm looking so at the you piece can, right now. you can do the Orient Ray too. Oh, wait. you can do the Orient Ray Raven, which is the all black one. Oh, uh, you can do the Mako too, and okay. those are the Orient models. Oh, you That's can even do. He even has the SKX zero one one J, which is the orange one. So you can mod that if you want to. Wow, but yeah, the cool. usual suspects, the usual suspects, the 007s, the 009s. Um, I saw on YouTube somebody ask him about the 013, which is the smaller one. Right. Uh, there's a community review on our site now, by the way. Yep. And he says that he's going to be working on adding that one pretty soon as well. Wow. So I would That's love. That's cool. I would love a little SKX 013 with um, like sapphire a GMT, crystal. Like a GMT bezel on there? Yeah. There are some. <laughs> dude, there are some loomed. There, I, I've seen. Uh, we, he's he's a fantastic um, Instagram like watch photographer. He's called You're Terrific, and he's in Portland. He's oh got a really yeah, cool, really really freaking cool um, SKX zero one three with a loomed twelve hour bezel. Wait, that guy's really in nice. Portland? Why did I think he was in like Malaysia? No, he's in Portland. I think it's something else. <laughs> I'm thinking it's someone else. <laughs> yeah, You're Terrific. He's got some great YouTube videos as well. Why the fuck I didn't think guy was in Malaysia? Who am I thinking of? I don't know. But you I know what? Know. I, I, I wrote about this and I feel like nobody cares. <laughs> because this 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 thing came out the same time as the stupid... Uh, not stupid. I'm sorry, guys. The, the, <laughs> I can't. I can't be impartial. Um, the same time as the Alpinus limited edition thing. Alpinist. Al, Al, the, 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 the Seiko Alpinist limited uh, edition released. Like, and so which, it, which was big news, right? It was big news. <sighs> big news. Is an appropriate modifier. Yes, yes. We can we can start now, or we can go through some other things. On I thought the side I, if you I, I thought you were connoting good news, but I think big <laughs> news is still appropriate for the release mm. of the watch. You know what I mean? Um, but no, uh, let me see. I'm looking at my notes here. Ba -ba -ba. We can talk about limited edition watches, man. I just wanted to plug that Long Island watch thing because if you ever been in a similar situation as Michael and I, we're like. You like the SKX, but you don't want Hardlex on there. You can fucking 
get that shit done for you while you're buying the watch at Long Island Watch, man. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> I just I, I I don't know what I don't know what it is. I get really excited every time I see him do something. Now now that I'm a satisfied paying customer, I I feel okay. Um, you know, talking about what he offers. Well, it's just um, it, I I think people have just we get emails and like text or not text. Don't text me, guys. We get emails <laughs> and like DMs all the time. People are like, oh, he ever bought from Long Island Watch? How is it? Like, it's it's awesome. He's based out in Huntington, Long Island, or I I, I apologize, Long Island. That's how I learned how to say it. <laughs> My time up north. Um, and it's just it's just it's exactly you see what you get. Like it's it's really really cool. And he has got great prices. He's got great relationships with the brands. And it's just. This extra level of like service within the e-commerce kind of uh, checkout process is really cool. So super excited. Yeah, and he's also I think he's probably because um, we talk about Page and Cooper as one of the like they're the place to get certain certain watches. Like think Laco for example. Um, Same with Long Mark, Island Watch. They have Laco exa- as well. Exactly. I, yeah. I think when when I think about a, a watch that or a Laco that I want to get, it's probably going to be from Long Island Watch. So. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of like the go-to guy for a lot of um, not not like tough to get brands, but certainly like niche enthusiast brands like Laco, sure, and maybe even some some typically hard to find Seikos. Yeah, straight up. He man. he had the, he had those one seventy fives, which is the the North oh, American yeah. version of the Pepsi, which for a little while was tough to get. So. Yeah, check check out that that modding platform if you if you hate to uh, if you think you're gonna mess up your watch you probably will because um, <laughs> that means you're like me and I mess up my watch. I'm gonna eat a whole bunch of syrupy pancakes. I'm gonna turn on all the fans in my home and I'm just gonna start. Wor- I'm gonna open my watch. I'm gonna throw a bunch of loose flour like baking flour in the air. And I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start trying to mod. <laughs> Under the worst conditions I could possibly imagine in this fictitious environment I'm, I'm trying to yeah. dream up. Mark Mark does not do that. He, he no, has, he does not. He has really cool, really cool, soft, silky-looking gloves with the Long Island logo on, like, the thumb. It's so really cool. cool. So cool. I dig it. So let's talk about, let's because I don't think we've ever talked about, like, like limited edition watches. Obviously, we've both... Actually, I'm not sure if you've owned any limited edition watches. I've owned a lot of limited edition watches, it feels like. Um, one of my favorite watches of all time, the one that will stay forever, the one that will go with me anywhere I go, is a limited edition watch. It's oh my the Doxa, god, the Doxa. Sub-300 Black one. Totally right. And I, I, have to, I have to kind of take a step back and think about how I'm going to approach this discussion because I, I have certainly been part of the limited edition madness before. Um, I've, I've felt the pressure, the urgency, you know, what do I do? Do I put my name down? Do I get waitlisted? Um, you know, is this just stupid kind of horological news fodder that doesn't matter? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but you know, with that watch, I, I put my money down and it was like probably the happiest watch decision I ever made. It's, yeah. It works out, and and with that watch specifically, I I think maybe for a few weeks, people were trying to do the whole scalping thing, mm. um, but really, and people ask me sometimes like, oh, how much can you like sell this for? Mm. I really consistently I see the Doxa Sub Three Hundred T, uh, sub, sorry Sub Three Hundred Black Lung Limited Edition, I see it sell for pretty much retail. So uh, people mm. aren't 
people aren't taking in two times retail, three times retail, like some, some watches. So I don't know what it was about that watch. People went nuts over it. Um, you know, it was featured prominently on several, several like top end watch media sites. Yeah. Um, and it really didn't suffer kind of the same result that this one did. The, that could be that could be due to price point, but whatever. price point and the question I have. So my my so I, I I'm not a dox expert, <clears throat> a dox expert for like at home and keeping track of all of our weird fucking coinage frames phrase phrases <laughs> we have here. I am not a dox expert, um, but my understanding on the outside of the dox expert sphere is that like it seems like the past couple of years all dox releases have been like limited edition waves like there's nothing they pr- they consistently produce that they can just go and buy is that correct or um no they they have so okay. a lot of the a lot of the modern t t versions i think so if i, I if i want to go and buy a doxa i just go to their website and i can just buy one like there's no issues yeah i i mean even the um you know probably the um the sub twelve hundred T might be difficult to get, but even that one. Ugh, let's let's take a look because I don't want to be wrong. God, their website's so bad. I'm sorry, Docs. <laughs> I love you guys, but <laughs> this is this is not good. <laughs> so the sub twelve hundred T professional, the archetypal modern Doxa. If you're not if you're not into the um, if you're not into the small like bubble crystal and the tiny dial that the sub 300s have and you want a nice big modern masculine doxa this thing is available in stock ready to ship okay um and it has sure. been forever you know and you will have it, it is it is the doxa <laughs> no one will look at this thing and be like oh that's not a doxa it is actually <laughs> the doxa <laughs> you know um and i actually think it's limited um it is limited edition. I think it's limited in the sense that they don't announce that their things are they don't announce that all their things are limited, but I think by nature Doxa needs to be conscious of how much they produce because mm-hmm. they know they're not Rolex. <laughs> right. You know. So it might be a case where everything actually is limited. These these might not be in constant production. Interesting. In terms of limited edition watches that I've owned, I've definitely jumped on like the limited edition Seiko train. I had that Blue Lagoon Samurai for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought it from the boutique down in um, Miami, which is not too far away from me. And I had an incredible like experience doing it and um, had the watch for a while and I parted ways with it recently. And um, and the same, same thing as you. I felt that that urge, that immediacy, like, oh man, it's limited edition. I remember, I remember like... I, I left I left like where I was sitting like at work and I went outside as if I was taking a phone call about like a sick relative like this is an emergency I have to be outside on the phone I have to pace you know mm-hmm. what I mean while I'm on the phone trying to figure out where to get this watch from and like I you know I ended up doing it and I ended up like like putting my name down and like giving my credit card like over the phone and it was just like yeah and like I did it was interesting I had a sense of accomplishment because I got like the watch and that sense of accomplishment was only there because it was like limited edition. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Um, but then over time, and the watch is super, super cool. And then over time, I guess I just I just kind of like, I didn't fall out of love with it. But I think I realized a lot of the things that I loved about the hunt with that limited edition watch. Like, 
I don't know. It just didn't make sense to keep the watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you? Because a lot of times you're you're not even. I don't even think you're thinking that much. Um, because we, I mean, we cons- personally consider watch purchases <clears throat> in in great detail. Yeah. Um, just now with with the way things are and and the way watch news travels, and the way the entire ecosystem has evolved. Um, you really kind of have to. You kind of have to be fast. I had to be fast with that Doxa. You were you were on and off the phone with the Seiko boutique in Miami. You drove down. Yeah, you I know, drove like down you, like an asshole. Well, I mean, I, I had a good time. I had a good time, but yeah, no, I drove down there. Yeah. So it, it's. Um, but you're but you're you, so. You're, I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. I was just gonna say you almost don't have time to properly consider the purchase, and that's a bad thing. I feel like you know what I mean. Well, yeah, it's 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 a bad thing. I mean the. the the Blue Lagoon that that's not that that was a higher end um, or a higher priced Seiko diver, and, and with the Doxa that was that was I think around twenty two twenty one twenty two. So that's that's like in both cases that's not money that should just be thrown around like oh yeah it's nothing the, I can do this need my purchase. my my tinfoil hat theory is that we're gonna we're going to keep seeing more and more limited editions not because brands want to like honor a watch or honor its history or whatever but they know the limited edition kind of like product consumer veneer puts you in a frame of mind where you're not thinking clearly yeah like i i thought so little about getting that blue lagoon samurai it's probably like the least i've ever thought about like a purchase everything else i've i've muddled and meticulously like like huddled over like like wuss pages and i'm like i gotta get all the detail i gotta get all the details about this kind of like writing shit down like that's how like most of my watch purchases have been except <laughs> that blue lagoon and the christmas chrono ironically both of both of which are limited editions <laughs> yeah that that chrono is super limited yeah, thousand a thousand pieces, but at the same time, it's not an expensive watch. It was so unadvertised as a limited edition release. We didn't even hear about it here in the states. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think they sold the watch in like grocery stores. It wasn't like you didn't have to fucking climb Mordor in order to find this watch. You know what I mean? You didn't have to like <laughs> elbow like other like 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 watch enthusiasts to get this watch. It's just like, oh yeah, it's a cool watch. I'll buy it. Oh, cool, it's limited edition. Like that's. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, the Christmas Chrono is an interesting case. But yeah, with the Blue Lagoon, the whole limited edition thing, I just didn't... And I think that's why all these fucking limited editions sell out so quick. You don't... You know what I mean? It depends. It depends on the watch. It depends on how it's publicized. I, I always bring up the Zen 910 Anniversary Split Second column <clears throat> meal chronograph. I love that watch. Um, that thing was in stock on watch buys for years only recently has has switched to sold out and that was that was only 300 pieces it's a good point where you see the watch for sale makes a difference yeah but i'm that watch was also pretty highly publicized fantastic hands-on reviews from the show when it was released um on all major sites for the most part um but i think i think people might have issue dropping close to six thousand dollars on on a zin chrono <laughs> that they're not able to see in person first it's a lot, it's a lot of donuts yeah you know? yeah so let's do you want to talk specifically about this limited edition um alpinist alpine uh, alpine how the fuck do you say that word i say alpinist alpinist do you want to talk about this limited edition alpinist 
Yeah, I, I can start. Um, it's certainly a watch. Mm-hmm. It's certainly a watch um, that tells maybe the time. Maybe I'm kind of I'm kind of surprised that it got the reaction that it did. Um, I don't like the way, uh, and I, you know, I will say the um, <clears throat> Hodinki's not. I don't think they're guilty of this, but I don't like the way Seiko on their site. I think they're referring to it as Seiko's first sports watch. I had a question like that. about that. That does not sound right at all. I might have to. I might have to. Um, tap the scholar in this case but uh i i think i think that could be argued anyway maybe they're interpreting it like they're interpreting something like oh this is say go to like drive up drive e- up your yeah this yeah. salivate to make the purchase but yeah okay sorry go on so i i saw it and i was i was happy to see it i i thought to myself that looks really good and immediately in my head i was just like i like the green one more so, yeah I, I, I clicked the tab out and I just didn't pay attention to it for the rest of the day. Same. And then I, then I look at our I look at our, our DMs and stuff. It's like, hey, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. Um, so um, I just I, I've had some time to kind of step back and think about it. And I just I personally don't think it's it's that big of a deal. I think if you're somebody that uh, really hated the gold before maybe this is for you um but that's really about it uh overall it's kind of just a seiko watch with a 6r15 yeah um and the alpinist is still available on Long island watch <laughs> for, <laughs> for cheaper. example you know for cheaper you can still, right yeah you can still get the green one but um you know i i'm trying to think if i'm if i'm really upset um, I'm more upset about the press monopoly uh, in this uh, instance. Yeah, that's a whole other thing, but yeah, totally. Um, but I'm really, I'm just really, really disappointed to see the scalping, and um, I never thought that it would penetrate a brand like Seiko. Um, I'm not surprised. So that's that's kind of that's the big disappointment for me. I, I guess I guess since I never wanted it. I didn't I don't really care much but I just I don't want this to be a trend the positives that some people have have brought up you know some people have said well Seiko a has not discontinued the Alpinist which was kind of news last year mm-hmm. so did they or did they not <laughs> those machines are obviously still running um, and will they start to pay attention to other variations of the Alpinist? So in Basel this year, I think Basel for two years in a row, we've gotten like 40 cocktail times. <laughs> I think we Yo got dog, so many. We you like cocktail times. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe this year we'll get a lot of new colors, uh, maybe a new green one, maybe a black one, a white one. And this blue one can be the limited edition that I don't need to care about. I want them to do the GMT because there were some older versions of the Alpinist that were also a GMT. And just mm. in, in my mind, that is an ultimate sports watch. I group that in there with the Tudor Heritage Chrono, wow. um, stuff like the GMT Master. That is that is one of the best sport watch designs ever. Just a good Alpinist with a GMT function. So 
there's there's some there's some positives there, but I just it it's funny. <laughs> I don't know why it had to be limited because money. Because money, that's the answer, Michael. Because <laughs> well, money, not because is, of heritage or health or giving something back to the community is money. Well, don't you think if you sell more, you can make more? Seiko. You know, that's kind of I don't I'm not a numbers guy. <laughs> but it's easier it, to get something like this going if on the business end they can make it a surefire thing. If we do this and it sells out in twelve hours, we know it's a success. But if we make like like what's it like like what's the whole thing? I think they stopped making 007s like ten years ago, but they're still stock. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, that's that's kind of that's one of the Seiko conversations that have been going on for for a couple of years. From a business um, point of view, that's bad. That's 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 rotting inventory. But with these stupid Al- not stupid, I'm sorry. But with these Alpinists, yeah. they just sold them all, and that's it. Boom, done. Well then, fine. Let let those people let those people be the guinea pigs. If you if you get your your blue alpinist, that's that's great. I'm happy for you. Um, if you're paying two to three times retail, uh, I'm not really gonna think much of you. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say in that case. But um, so I fine. see them. Let, I see this, them. let this be successful for Seiko and have them release more alpinists. Maybe. Or maybe not. Who knows? Now now we have to see what they do in response. And I'm on the side I'm on the side of the thought process where everything is always awful every time forever. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think there's gonna be it's a, a positive fair, outcome. Fair assumption. I I just as a as 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 <laughs> as an individual assumption. as an individual that just seems to be where the tides generally flow. The tides generally flow down, in my opinion. <laughs> you know? So I don't know. That I just it upsets me because it's just like they positioned it to like you know be for their community and blah 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 if you really wanted to do something for watch enthusiasts and to honor the watch to your point wouldn't you just not make it a limited edition the only the only reason it's limited edition is because it's a surefire way to get that stupid thing to, and i'm sorry to get that i gotta stop doing that to get that watch <laughs> to sell out there is one interesting thing but with a caveat so interesting thing being it's like a delicious cocktail but the ice isn't ice it's chunks of human shit the one interesting thing is that they actually numbered these ones. Wasn't yours, uh, wasn't your Blue Lagoon numbered? It wasn't? No, no. Seiko you know, doesn't number limited edition watches in this price range. You know which one they did it for? I think. Somebody mm-hmm. can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm almost positive they numbered it. That um, the Aliens, uh, Jujaro, the I can see that. Well, I think well, that that one is numbered and the prices on those are getting nuts. Well the, the the chunks of human ice shit and my delicious cocktail with this numbering on this on those watches, it's huge. Look look at the case back. Oh the numbering. Oh I haven't dude, I actually haven't looked at the watch <laughs> since the day it came out. Uh I'm Google, I'm 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 Googling it right now. The case back, like if I recall, the number is huge. Like I don't need it that big. I don't have to hang dong in front of my friends. They're my friends. Dude, the, the number on my docs is impossible to find. It's really? such a tiny. Um, oh, I mean, I guess I guess it is kind of big. I'm trying to find a goddamn picture. I think it, I think the case back looks okay. It's huge. I think the number's huge. It just, I just, I just, I just, I'm happy it's there. I just don't need it. Hold on. Am I looking at the right watch? Is the words limited edition 
blasted on the back of this one too or am i seeing uh, something else yeah it's like kind of right on top of the mountain the that's little a, that's a, logo that's annoying to me <laughs> well at least it's the case back yeah it's, know, the no, ca- but, uh, it's really I, it's really just I, brands have done worse brands have uh, well yeah you could use that argument for, <laughs> for yeah, i've seen limited edition thing. on dials man <laughs> yeah that's true right that's funny oh god i don't know um kind of focusing away from the actual timepiece itself i don't understand the strap choice i understand the need to upgrade from like the, the standard dog leather that like or yeah. that that it shows up with you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i don't think a two stitch sort of style strap like this is appropriate especially if they're trying to honor like the heritage of this watch which i'm going to keep returning to because that's the rallying cry of this watch's existence Right. So I'm gonna keep fucking like 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 focusing on that. You know what I mean? The yeah. two stitch doesn't make any sense to me. I don't I don't like it. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I, just overall, I'm not I'm not a leather strap guy. Um, strap code has made some insane, insanely cool uh, alternatives for a bracelet on this. I would just put it on one of those. Do you think uh, it's gonna be? So we'll ask the good question. Is this the same exact case? Do you think? Oh yeah. Yeah, Seiko's not gonna. They're they're not gonna make the investment to. That's a good point. To produce a completely different case for for this watch. That's a good point. Especially if they're testing the waters to see if they can push out different versions. But, um, I think. I Did, I guess getting rid of getting rid of the gold is is cool because I I can see how that um bothers people and I have heard people say oh you know. If only it came in blue without the gold. That's what um, I think. I think the reaction, and that totally makes sense because I think that was the biggest complaint that people had. Like, oh, I don't like the gold. But at the same time, that's, in my opinion, what kind of makes that watch really cool. If you don't like the gold on that green alpinist, then you don't like the alpinist, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? know what you mean. Um, I think what the same part of my brain that's getting kind of like, like, like confounded is, um, Remember the uh, and it's just fresh in my mind because I handled one recently. Remember the like the like the original Monza with like the like the fucking like DCL or DLC coating, whatever the fuck it's called. That's like all shitty and it comes off on your fingers, like that original one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Between that one and the new kind of cool reissue that I had, there were those dressy Monzas, which looked nothing like Monzas. White dials, um, very shiny stainless steel cases, and they just never did very well because they're just they just didn't they don't feel authentic to what the idea of the watch would originally like. That's mm-hmm. kind of my impression with this blue one. You know well, I'm I mean? glad. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. I'm I'm at least I'm I'm glad that people like it. I'm glad that Seiko is still making watches. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm you, oh, sorry. I I don't know. What do you think know. of the of the situations that people have been having? So let's not talk about the specific. You know the. But, Actually, I'm gonna ask you a question that I think I'm gonna. I'm so sorry for getting someone asked a question. One of our guests asked a question, and it was so good. Does this watch need to exist? Oh right. <laughs> you know, I I don't. Um, I think this watch does need to exist. Okay. Um, just because you know, if Seiko is offering so much variation in their Presage collection and their prospects collection, you know how many, 
how many turtles do we have now? Mm-hmm. Actually, what when when the new SRP like back when they only had the triple seven, the seven seven five, just the black, the blue, and the Pepsi and the black and gold. Back when they only had those, people were paying above retail to get them. Yeah, early, not as much as what you're seeing on eBay for this watch, but um, I think. I think that if the plan is to evolve this collection to be a little more visible, I think this watch needs to exist because they had to test it in some way of what it and represents, like for the future of the of the watch of the of the of the of the, of the design. Cor- correct, correct. That makes sense. That makes sense. So that that's the way that's the way I look at it. I think I think it could have been a little more um, accessible. Um, I don't think this hobby needs any more exclusivity injected into it, you know? Right. <laughs> so, uh, and certainly not with a brand like Seiko. I, I find that kind of disappointing. And I, um, you know, I wish, I wish they would have probably reserved this for, for a larger Basel World announcement. I think that would have been much more appropriate uh, dissemination mm. of news. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, well, the the I want to shift gears, focusing on this watch, still shift gears, and so just talking about not like a watch geek specific topic with this watch, but just a consumer product aspect of this watch in regards to these things going out. People have had interesting things to say um, post checkout experience. I'm not sure if you've heard this too. So some people are saying, well, the photos of what they're seeing online is not matching what they're getting, and some people are getting. Like some people would have bought two of these watches, and both of them will look different in regards to specifically like, and like and so this. I just want to preface this: this is just rumors. I have not personally firsthand experienced any of this. I'm just sharing what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. um, and what people are sharing, you know, with us. Some people are getting it, and it's sunburst dial, like a shiny dial. Some people are getting it, and it's just flat matte. Both of which are issues because the website presents one, <laughs> like one of those things. So I well, don't know if those are true, but that's just what some people are saying. And there's like, and they're sharing photos. Have you seen that too? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. If you look at the lifestyle imagery on on the um, on the shop site, but compare that with the product imagery on Seiko, like Seiko's official site. Mm-hmm. It's sunbursty on the Seiko official site, which is what I would, which is what I would personally expect. Uh, if if right. I if I wanted to buy this, I would kind of want a blue sunburst because yes. that's just a vibe that you get with the Alpinist. That's that's what makes that green so vibrant on the uh, on the previous model. Mm-hmm. But that is that is kind of strange. I I have uh, I have also seen some. I didn't know that people had gotten these in hand yet, actually. Oh yeah, they're going out. I didn't. I didn't know they shipped that quickly. Um, it's all over the feed, all over our Instagram feed. Hmm. I was actually seeing the sunburst ones for a while and thinking that people were counterfeiting, like green <laughs> ones. To no, seriously, because because for a while, um, uh, you would see just the um, people were trying to sell their reservation on ebay you know that's what they're doing so they're they're only using the shots from from the site (sighs) right but then but then i'd see like a one that was obviously like taken with a cell phone but um i would see a sunburst one and think to myself well well, that doesn't look like the product listing that that looks like some kind of counterfeit but now you're telling me that some people are getting matte ones and some people are getting sunburst ones so that's kind of 
That's interesting. We'll we'll see we'll see how if how that's, if if true, it is very interesting. Yeah, we'll see how that's substantiated um, as as more and more people get it. Uh, I think there's um there's a YouTube reviewer man. He's been around for a while. I don't love his videos. He's called Triple Five Gear, and he has a really good um he's he's an alpinist nut. Um, I think he's got probably one of like the oldest alpinist review videos on YouTube nice. and he has he has some great insights on on this release um, I think we probably see eye to eye and a lot of things but he has one I think I think he bought one um, so maybe we'll see a review from him uh, we'll maybe. have to wait for for more reliable sources to compare and contrast uh, what they oh. got in the mail what do you think in regards and so I have seen this happening um, people sharing photos of basically the watch being over overbooked, oversold. Have you have you heard about this happening? Oh, where there actually isn't enough for everyone? People will make the purchase and then the purchase will go through. The purchase will go through, then it will get canceled and it will say like sorry, you know, we'll we'll let you know when the next run comes out, blah blah blah, there's not enough watches. Oh yeah, dude, and that's the scariest thing. I mean, I I'm kind of like a closeted sneakerhead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I just I stay away from the hobby because that's the kind of bullshit that surrounds that sort of. Are the Seiko police coming to get you? Because I hear sirens. Okay, they're gone. Now. You're safe. They're, they're gone. I'm safe, mm-hmm. um, dude. Yeah, it's it, and it gets to the point where it's just not even fun. Like exactly. I don't. I don't want. Um, I don't want this to get to to the point where where I see a cool watch and I just I don't even go to the product page. It's yeah. just like, oh, that's cool. I'm not even going to try. Because that's what happens with, I don't know, if you want to get the coolest new pair of, you know, Adidas Boost or something, you know, that, that shit happens. And yeah. then when you do find it, I mean, people are using bots to drain stock in checkout. And and, and then you'll see them on, on eBay or something for like two, three times retail. It's and not fun. In what world is this fun? <laughs> it's just It's just not fun. I think eventually it's going to get to the point where um, we care less and less, <laughs> but yeah. it helps. It helps because you really, I, I mean, I guess you really start to see through the smoke and mirrors and, and find out what you, what you really enjoy. enjoy. One thing that I am noticing as well um, related to the topic, I'm seeing a lot of brands that were accused of the limited edition thing before Mm-hmm. Offer fewer limited edition watches, while still releasing competitively priced collections. So, one um, one brand that I'm going to use as an example is Panerai. Mm-hmm. So, Panerai they got shit for a while because I think they were just like Basel would come or SIHH, and the only new things they did were super limited. Hmm. But now they do, they do fewer of those, and they um, they also still have some competitively priced watches that are also new that have the similar looks to the limited editions, and you can get them for under five thousand um, dollars. Okay. I, IWC is the same kind of thing. They released that whole new Spitfire collection this year. Many of which have that limited edition aesthetic from IWC, but they actually aren't. And they're super right. competitively priced, so I don't know. It's kind of it, it's sort of a weird shift um, 
especially if Seiko starts doing more of these. I'm not really sure what to think. We have to see what happens, especially in the case of the Alpinist now. So is this was this an experiment to say, okay, let's bring back many different iterations of the Alpinist, not limited edition, or is it, hey, let's just do this every month? You know yeah. what I mean? I kind of I I think I think to myself every single day why why it didn't happen. Um, with the um, <clears throat> Seiko SRPs back when they back when they first came out, because you you mm. have this happen for the six one five nine, you had it happen for the sixty two MAS. Um, what's wrong with the sixty three oh nine, sixty three oh six? You know, maybe just SR- did, maybe just didn't occur to them. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I guess maybe it didn't occur to them because <laughs> they're because at the same time they're also human. It might just not have occurred to them. And I don't yeah. think at the time they were doing as concerted, I could be wrong, as like a push into the States here with Grand Seiko, trying to make it seem more like a luxury thing, trying to compete with other really kind of like high-end luxury brands. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess, you know, with, with Grand Seiko being a completely separate um, entity now, you know, Seiko needs to push a higher tier into the market that is mm-hmm. also natively Seiko. I guess that's what these limited edition dive watches are um so there's that i'm really not sure what to think of it if it was an experiment good for them it obviously worked people are interested i i I say you know if you're this tapped into the community to listen to actual conversations of people saying i want a blue alpinist (laughs) um you know keep going keep going and um try to cater to the entire crowd if you can i think i i agree to an extent but i feel like that listening to the actual community and like responding to what enthusiasts want it's also a, a they're kind of taking advantage of a negative aspect and that they're, they're, they're taking advantage of the fact that the enthusiast want this watch by making it limited if it wasn't i'm gonna be super candid if it wasn't like a limited edition i probably wouldn't be that upset you know what i mean but what upsets me is uh, it's it's limited it all uh sold out and now all these people are scalping it online for three times the price like that whole culture makes watch collecting not fun but if this was just an isolated experiment and we start seeing like non-limited edition alpinists come out then this totally had made sense but i don't know what's going to happen well first of all i don't think 1959 pieces is that limited <laughs> i mean i mean like, for a brand like i will i think the so the sickle blue lagoon uh six thousand pieces a thousand came mm-hmm. here to the u.s the rest went everywhere else you know what i mean yeah. uh, you know if it wasn't limited i actually probably wouldn't be surprised to see a similar situation i think i think if stock wasn't limited and if it was distributed among several retailers I think many of those retailers would probably be sold out sold of out, their stock yeah. just as quickly. It's possible. And, and I think you'll still see some higher prices secondhand. We have to perform our own experiment. We have to make, we have to do a Seiko reissue that's not limited and don't laugh and distribute it to other retailers and see how quickly it sells out. Yeah. What, should, what, what should we reissue? What Seiko piece should, re, should we reissue? Oh, man. That hasn't already been reissued. <laughs> Oh, dude, that James Bond one with like 
the the TV connection sold fucking sold. Let's and it's got the that. cable the cable that goes up your sleeve and into your suit coat and into your back pocket. One hundred percent. I am all on board. I'm in like sin. Let's fucking let's reissue that. Make it not limited and see what happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We just we just have to get ourselves a meeting with uh, Mr. Seiko. No, we'll just yeah, Mr. Say we'll just we'll just break into the factory with a couple of flashlights and some index cards, and we'll just like we'll make them overnight, and then we'll leave before the night guard shows up. Um, the night guard being an old sleepy man with a, sh- a shirt that doesn't fit properly and a shaky hand holding a flashlight. Because I assume that's what every single uh, nighttime sneaking trespassing caper um, is designed as. Correct. Actually, you know, you know which one. Dude, if Seiko reissued this watch, I think people would like kill their kids. Um, <laughs> like, well, little Timmy, they, come here. <laughs> I got. I have to. I need a blood offering. <laughs> Dude, the the freaking the the voice recorder Ghostbusters one, man. Could you imagine just like a freshly wow. reissued? It's <laughs> that would that would be nuts. But the thing uh, is, I think they know the watch community, the watch enthusiasts who they're targeting with this Alpine review. I think they know most people don't respond to digital watches. Dude, they can make six hundred of those, and this they'll be gone. They could do this same thing with that watch and be just as successful. I guarantee it. Let me see this watch, Ghostbusters, because I'm not memory recalling the exact one you're talking about. Ghostbusters Seiko. Should I just Google? See what happens? Yeah, yeah. It's it's really cool. It's got this like little... Oh my god, I would buy this watch. Yes. Yeah, dude. Right? This thing is so cool. <laughs> yeah. And that would be huge news to see to see a reissued digital watch, you know? That would be cool. Voice <laughs> voice note. Ugh, yes. Sign me up. Let's break in and make this watch. We'll do we'll do that one. We'll do you know, one. I just um I, I'm not necessarily mad about the watch. I'm I'm more upset about the way news was spread, um, or not spread appropriately, or not will. spread appropriately. Um, and it's just it, the big takeaway for me. That's fine. That I'm glad people are happy about it. Um, it, it's it's not such a big deal to me. I I am just. I'm more concerned about the scalping happening with Seiko because, mm. you know, I think that if you want a new GMT master, 9,050 or 9,500, whatever is perfectly reasonable. You can, you should be able to go in and purchase it. You want this thing, you have the money, you should be able to buy it right. from <laughs> from Rolex. Um, I, I, I would hate to see the same kind of situation happen with uh, Seiko watches because that's really that's really discouraging yeah you know especially if you're just a person and you want you know a nice watch <laughs> whether it's a Rolex or a Seiko Alpinist but isn't that what Rolex or isn't that what Seiko wants to reach that level of luxury where there's such a waiting list and people are scalping and people like you know you know what I'm saying maybe like, maybe I don't have the business mind for it but I just don't see how that how that secondary market behavior benef- benefits them. Maybe maybe just in terms of brand perception. Mm. Maybe maybe Rolex didn't feel that they were up to par with the exclusivity of Audemars Piguet or, or Patek. Um, 
if if the accusations of artificial scarcity are actually substantiated <laughs> and real um then can then i just I guess, point out uh, oh sorry no, no i guess that's that's what they would do it for possibly i mean i think the 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 the, the model of success that any brand could like use is justifying creating that artificial scarcity which by the way i was going to say is an incredible band name artificial <laughs> that's, scarcity? That what you... <laughs> that's what i was going to interrupt you for it's a great let's, band name the model the model i know right the model for success for choosing that sort of of potentially implementing the artificial scarcity is it's working for olex isn't that isn't that enough for a lot of these brands it's working for rolex it's working for blah blah, blah you know what i mean i mean i i don't it doesn't work for you and I, Michael, because we're human beings. You understand? You I just, I, mean? I just don't understand how how it works for Rolex. Shouldn't you just be measuring consistently high sales like across your retailers? Like if you send them, know. if you send them one GMT Master a year, I, I just, I don't understand. Are they just trying to get? Well, the Rolex is a completely separate discussion. Like, Touche. yes, <laughs> way more, way more nuanced. But the big takeaway is, I just, I don't want to see Seiko go through the same thing. Just agreed. Totally really, agreed. Really disappointing. Yeah. So um, I, I think to um, to kind of round out this part of the discussion, I do just want to say, if you saw this watch and if you fell in love with this watch and if you bought it and if you're happy, that's awesome. Disregard any negative bullshit that Michael and I have been saying, right? I mean, if you're I mean, happy, I, I really that's don't awesome. have. Yeah, I don't. I don't have many negatives about the watch itself. It's it's a fine watch. Um, you know, I I'm happy to see a different version and and feel more more secure with myself knowing that I like the green version more because I've been on the fence mm. about the green version for so long. You spent time with it though, didn't you? In the past, you yeah, spent some time with it? yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a ton of fun. Um, and and this kind of just makes me feel okay with with picking one of those up. I think. Yeah, maybe I should do that when everyone's like trying to kill themselves for this one <laughs> maybe find a green one <laughs> maybe you know um i know some people on the feed did get this watch if you received the watch and if it didn't look like what you expected in the photos definitely let us know what's up um email us or respond in the instagram show notes or just hit us up you know wherever um really just it just just like so curious to hear your experience as like a consumer within this like like experience like 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 the situation like what it was like and and everything like that, you know. So, I hope it's just an experiment. <laughs> I, I hope. I hope it is too. I'm. I'm on board with your hope. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I. I hope it's just an experiment. I hope we see just the line rejuvenated with like non-limited edition stuff. I think that would just be really, really cool. You know. Yeah, um, I want as many alpinists as there are cocktail times. <laughs> that's you know, what, If you're gonna do that, uh, I'm down. <laughs> Well, here's the thing also. So 600 bucks for the limited edition one, if they started doing non-limited edition ones, by the nature of how pricing products works, wouldn't the non-limited ones be cheaper than 600? I mean, 600 is not that much... It's not that much more expensive than the, the regular one. I think Regular the, one's like 450? Actually, right? yeah. I think... I've seen 550, actually. I think oh, that's, what it's, that's what it's supposed to sell for. It's four fifty is more common. Yeah, you're right. Okay, okay. You know, so I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to a whole bunch of new, really cool alpinas coming out. Uh, fuck his stupid fucking watch name. Uh, whole bunch I've of seen these. All new... of these, they they all look sunburst. 
Which ones? The ones on, on the Instagram, ones on Instagram, just in general. Yeah. So maybe maybe it's a case where it kind of looks sunburst on the site, almost matte, but then in reality they're more sunburst. Maybe maybe whoever was doing the post processing for Hodinky photos got a little too uh, a little too slider happy, and they took away some of that stuff. We've all been in that situation. Maybe they got a little too <laughs> a little too slider happy, right? You never know. I'm sorry. I'm I'm also looking at this post from an Instagram account called. <laughs> I'm gonna follow these people. <laughs> the username is Bro Dinky. Oh my and, god! Yes, <laughs> and it's like Pat. I think it's Patrick Starr's hands holding a to-do list, and the to-do list is miss out on Blue Alpinist, flame Hodinky slash Seiko, tell yourself you didn't want it anyway, and be butthurt. <laughs> is, is is that what we're doing? I don't think that's what we're doing. I don't think we flamed anyone. Didn't we flame uh, Seiko? Or not? I guess not technically. We're being inquisitive, being we're cri- and, and, and critical as we're supposed to be as watch, watch. I think I think we're just journalism. trying to figure out. I think we're just trying to figure out what's happening. That's every day. That's every day of my life as an adult. I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out what, what, what is happening. What am I eating for lunch? I am so hungry. Like that's like the everyday thought process for me. Yeah, I'm getting pretty hungry. Actually. Yeah, yeah, dude. You know what I'm saying? Well, that, but, um, I mean, it's a good good discussion, I think. Yeah, I'm really excited to see. I hope this is an experiment. I'm really excited to see what happens after this. I'm super excited to hear from you guys that have bought the watch. Um, I'm excited to see more photos of it come out because the ones that I have seen, like you guys are taking like really good, like I've seen some really good photos on our feed um, of the watch. You know what Dude, I mean? I, I think this thing is sunburst. I'm looking at all these photos now. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe someone, sunburst. maybe someone's just trying to troll by saying, "I got one and it's matte, and I got one in sunburst." Who knows? I don't know. You know what I mean? Hmm. I don't know. But either way, I just do want. If they all are sunburst, I just do want. I just want to clarify: they did not look sunburst on the Hodinky site. They did not. I mean, that, that may have just been a photography issue, but kind of like a lighting thing. Uh, I mean, you can <laughs> actually. Uh, <laughs> You can probably mess mess that up in Lightroom if you if you oh, tweak yeah. something wrong. You can take away that sort of sunburst look. That but at the same at the same time, if you're if people's only avenue for making a choice to buy the watch mm. is the pictures on the site, shouldn't those pictures be properly representative of what people are stabbing the children in the face for? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, you're right. That's that's my kind of just like impression. So I don't know. Little Timmy, little Timmy got a fucking kitchen knife dead and dead in the middle of his eyes. So Pop Hop can walk away with the Seiko. That's just how it works, man. Poor Timmy. Not his fault. Oh you know? man. You know, I, I actually I feel more positive about this overall after having this. Uh, this I feel discussion. more positive too after hearing your your feeling that this might be an experiment. I feel good. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So let's see what happens. But um. Excited to hear from everyone about the watch. Uh, if you got it, um, curious to hear everyone's opinion just about this whole experience. If you are one, if actually if you are one of the folks who placed an order and had your order canceled, definitely let us know what's up as well. Share your experiences with that. Would love to just that, hear how that went. That you may know? have happened with a lot of international buyers. I think. I think it's a USA oh. exclusive, but I think some international buyers still tried. Interesting. Uh, let us know if that happened to you, and if you're out, out um, if you don't live in the U.S. Um, pretty interesting there. So let me see. Check my notes. Um, also, just to let everyone know, it's official. We are going to wind up mm-hmm. San Francisco. Are you gonna bring the 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 thing the the Invicta <laughs> the thing? Oh, 
The rainbow one? Are you bringing the uh, you bringing the sex swing, bro? Are you, uh, you bringing the thing? Uh, no, I'm not bringing the rainbow. It'll 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 increase the weight of my bag to a checked bag. No, I'm not bringing that fucking. I'm not bringing that goddamn meteorite. Um, people keep asking. Okay, listen, guys. I know you're all very curious about that watch. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should be. <laughs> yes, you should. People are more curious about that watch than the Pro Diver, which is which is more perspective of a watch purchase um, uh, than the uh, Invicta Bolt Quartz Two Triple Five Two. Um, I'm not. I will not be bringing that watch, um, but I will. <laughs> I will try to get the review up as soon as possible. Should I bring that watch? I don't want to see that watch. I don't want to see it. It's in my home. It's like it's it's haunting me constantly, like a telltale heart. I hear it. I hear its quartz ticking everywhere. I'm in bed and I hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh so God. stupid. These, these things are wild. Did you just, just Google it? We should do an Invicta factory tour and see how they make these. It's probably what I imagine. It's probably I imagine the whole thing looks like an 80s metal music video. There's just like a, it's like a Sparks factory and there's just people with long hair just like headbanging and there's just like music <laughs> and Vin Diesel shakes your hand at the end and then you're out back in the parking lot. And you're like, "What the fuck did I just go through?" I think that's what the Invicta factory tour is going to be like. And yellow, yellow everywhere. <laughs> with this yellow box, right? Oh my gosh! Is is so? Which one came with the cool um, like the, Pelican case? The Invicta Bolt Quartz Two oh, Five nice. Five Five Two. That came with this uh, this Just giant sweet, case. Sweetening the pot. First yeah, first. dude, they're letting me get my two hundred dollars worth by including this box. It does. It looks very cool. I think it's fun to store things in. It feels very cheap. Um, it feels like it's been reclaimed from the ocean. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, hold on, where is? It? I have it here in front of me. Oh my god! It's like a. I think. Like a, I think our toilet randomly flushed. Did it? Did it flush? No, I'm still recording. <laughs> Wait, did your toilet randomly? Yo, your shit's haunted, bro. You got. You got to burn some sage, man. My, did your toilet flush? Yeah, I guess my toilet just flushed by itself. That's haunted, dude. You got to move. <laughs> you got to burn that shit back to the studs, and then just like plant a bunch of sage plants and fucking like. We've, leave. we've been fighting the toilet all morning. <laughs> what's happening to your toilet? Well, what's happening to your? I should, I should, I should, I should correct my pronunciation. What's happening to your toilet, dude? <laughs> Got a mind of its own, man. Just like I'm, my refrigerator. I'm close enough to the south of this country where I should probably start saying toilet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this Invicta Quartz Bolt box. It's pretty cool. It's got foam in here. It's like it's actually a cool like watch box. It only holds one watch this watch that I have in my hands right now. Um, yeah, and when, you go, when you go on your Galapagos trip, you can you can take one watch on your wrist. And it's not going to be, be this watch. I think, uh, my God, this is... Oh, my God. This, putting it back. Dude, dude, there is a Seiko Alpinist SBCJ021 Alpinist GMT Perpetual Calendar. Titanium with the ADF 56 movement. One of the greatest movements that Seiko has ever made. Say the reference again SRP SBCJ 021. That's the Alpinist. I want reissues. Oh wow, this white dial. It's a quartz. This thing is beautiful. It is an Alpinist perpetual calendar GMT. Do 
do fuck do that one do that that one in <laughs> titanium that's the one that's the one i want wow this is gorgeous so yeah keep keep I paying like the attention cr- to the look collection. at the cr- look at the crowns the crowns aren't in the same positions no as the mechanical um alpinist alpinist and there's one in cool. black too there's a black dial and a white dial the white dial has the gold accents the black dial is just just black and stainless steel. Black dial might be for me because it's much stronger legibility. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Wow. Damn. Come I, on, man. I I see where... I'm catching what you're throwing down. All right. And I think there's also a blue one. Oh, you already yeah. talked about that. Yeah. That's... You know. <laughs> yeah, that is true. No, I meant a GMT. <laughs> <laughs> GMT. <laughs> The blue, the shade of blue in that alpine is interesting. It's like a, it's like a raven claw blue almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This fucking Invicta, the, the, the box, the bo- Okay, this is the same. This feels like a, the type of box you'd put like mega blocks in or like duplex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring this fucking box. Well, I'm glad you. I definitely bring that. Uh, definitely bring the the black one. That that thing I want to see. The pro diver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll bring the pro. I'll bring the pro diver. Um, I'm bringing my Gavox Rhodes. Uh, probably bring the Christmas Chrono. Cool. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the Orient Star GMT. Um, but yeah, no. So I'm so sorry. I got sidetracked. We are going. It's official. We purchased our our plane tickets. We purchased our hotels. Um, super super excited. Wind up San Francisco. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We're staying pretty close to the area as well. My understanding is that uh, it is also taking place in. Basically, it's in the Tenderloin, which I have been. It's an area I've I've been to in in San Francisco. Um, it's not a nice area. It's definitely an area. It it exists. It's composed of carbon based materials and lots of matter. Hmm. But it's not the best area. Does that make sense? <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> but uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to looking forward to catching up with a lot of you guys. Um, meeting a lot of folk, uh, seeing all the brands, obviously, and then just exploring, just hanging out. Actually, you know what, Michael? Screw all this watch stuff. I just want to hang out with you, bro. This yeah, is ridiculous. I'm, I'm just right? excited to to hang out, dude. I want to go bowling. You want to go bowling? You you want to you want to you want to laugh at me while I bowl? Yeah, dude. We can do yeah, that. I want to do some bowling. And if anybody wants to come bowling with us, they can do that. We can. We talked about this. Should we make that the TBWS? That's the that's the meetup. The meetup. Just do some some bowling. Get some wings. I don't need 30, wings. Thirty-four grown, thirty-four grown folk. You can watch all of us eat wings. <laughs> like you said, like you said, we'll do shirts versus skins. <laughs> do shirts versus skins, dude. Shirts versus skins. Bowling. So there's forty grown ass folk. All right, dude. Your bibs were skins, and then just like half of us just like pop our tops off, and then we'll just uh, we'll bowl. We'll bowl the night away. Is there is there good bowling in San Francisco? Do you know what's know. crazy? Like, there's bowling where it's like regular, like bowling where it's focused on the sport, and then there's like pizzazz bowling where it's like glow in the dark and like oh, if yeah. you get ten drinks, one of them is roofied, and you got to find it's like out a which techno one. club in there. You're yeah. bowling in a techno club. And I don't there's know. There's a kids party in the corner too because yeah. they do that also. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't nuts. know if I want to combine laser tag and bowling. You know what I mean? <laughs> That sounds like a fantastic sport. That sounds like a fantastic way to cripple your knees and just like, you know, really, really hobble yourself for the rest of time. The rest of oh your time, God. rather. So, if we do bowl, if we, Michael, if we do this, there's no turning back. And I think we should probably opt for like a non, um, 
ecstasy version of bowling. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think so. We'll we'll get some feedback after this episode. You guys, let us know what you think. Yeah, if, uh, if anyone wants anyone wants to go bowling, <laughs> anyone wants to eat wings and watch us bowl, dude. Skins versus bibs, dude. Skins versus bibs. That's all I'm saying. Oh, what else? What else do we need to bring up before we close out? Um, that's should about we, it, man. I mean, should we talk about the Patreon quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, uh, let me, let me talk about the Patreon. Also, if you enjoyed the show, if we made you laugh, if we made, if we gave you a watch podcast experience that you don't really think you've gotten anywhere else, please consider going and checking out our Patreon page. Um, a lot of the stuff that Michael and I do, it's, it's, we're, uh, we're, it's not cheap. We, we basically, uh, for a long time, we were doing all this stuff out of the pocket. And what we're starting to get now from Patreon and um, Amazon affiliate links and some of the sponsored slots, it's just now starting to just cover what we do. Um, that's why we were able to do um, Wind Up San Francisco. Uh, that's why we were able to do Hong Kong, Hong Kong Watching Clock Show um, last year. And so the only reason we're able to grow, the only reason we're able to do these things is because you people believe in so much what we're goddamn doing having panic attacks, or I'm having a panic attack on air, that you want to go and contribute to the Patreon page and just be a part of this, like, incredible project that we're trying yeah. to do. Like, doing something different, not just consuming the same bullshit that everyone publishes, talking about brands you won't really hear about anywhere else. You know what I mean? If that stuff makes sense to you, and if that stuff makes you happy, then please consider going and checking out our Patreon page. You become a patron um, there's a couple different like options. There's just like I think like a one or four dollar thing, but then there's also the community review tiers. Um, also, shout out to Matt Wright, who is currently the second person in the community review uh, 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 traveling traveling itinerary for the Raven Venture Generation One. You know what I mean? You can it's go and check out. Watch. What's up? Such a badass watch. He threw it on a shiznit. It's beautiful. Nice. You know, um, you can check out the watches exploits, uh, TBWS, uh, hashtag TBWS community review. Um, you can go and check out some of the different tiers on Patreon and everything like that. If you have any questions about how funds are used or if you have any questions just on like Patreon or how the process works, please totally let us know what's up. I do my best to explain everything there on the page. And Michael and I are also working on um, an intro video. So like when you're there, you can just... If you're like me and you you don't like reading, I I don't like reading. I I should, but <laughs> who has time to read? When I have to panic about what I'm going to do next week. I don't have time to read. You know what I'm saying? So um, there'll be a video there. You can go. It'll be us. It'll be our faces. It'll be talking. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, go consider checking out the Patreon page. Also consider using our Amazon affiliate link. If you do normal Amazon shopping using our affiliate link, it doesn't charge you anything extra. Um, you don't have to do anything extra except click through. Click to Amazon from one of our affiliate links and then just do your normal shopping. If you have any questions on how to do that or if you have trouble finding an affiliate link on the site, um, just let me know it's up. I'm happy to help. You don't pay anything extra and basically we get like a kickback fee for Amazon thinking we sent you there. And so that's just a way of supporting the show without actually spending extra money than whatever you were going to spend just like, I don't know, buying pistachios on Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Yay, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so good. Is that it? Am I forgetting anything? And just to recap the show, I love this Invicta Pro Diver. If you have any questions about this watch, if you've been considering it for a while, if this may not have it mentioned in the review or talking about here on air, please ask me. Um, I regret waiting too long to get this watch. I mm. wish I got this watch sooner. And that's the truth. 
Um, really, really cool to see Michael. You were in the SE SNE four nine eight. I think that watch is really a lot of fun too. Um, just let us know your thoughts on this Seiko Alpinist, uh, Alpinist. Fuck, you say stupid watches. This is the watch's name. Um, really excited to hear from everyone. I think that's it. Yeah. But but just to clarify, please let us know of any of any solid reputation, solid solidly reputable bowling establishments we can find in San Francisco that don't combine laser tech and brutes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's that's the biggest part of this episode. Bar's pretty low on this one, guys, so it should be <laughs> pretty easy to find a regular goddamn bowling alley where I can get a thirteen dollar beer and bowl some games and hurt myself in the process. Right? Perfect. Bar's low. I think uh <sighs> was that sad, sad time. It's all good. We'll be here next a, week. I still have a picture of this of this of this white dial and black dial um alpinist. Gorgeous. It's nuts. Crazy. Yeah. But here, you wanna start the uh start the outro and I'll jump in? Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. My name is Mike. My name is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Book Watch Snobs. Later. Yeah.